I have to itch my nose. <laughs> Sorry. Are you crying? An inchworm bit me. From Boogie Land Media, this is On Carlson Drive, a dusty little dirt road of memories from the wit and whimsy of Wendy Bonifield. Today's episode, From When I Was Little. Tell us a story from when you were little, Mommy. My girls often wanted to hear a story from my childhood. Waiting at the doctor's office, at bedtime, waiting for our food at a restaurant, any downtime was ripe for a story. These stories, from when I was little, did not have to be great stories. In fact, we are going to hold the term story loosely. They were happy with tiny little moments I remembered about being a child. The thing about the things I remember about being a child is that the line between reality and imagination is very thin. As a child, I filled in the blanks of my knowledge with my imagination, and my perception of an event could be skewed because I didn't yet have all the needed information. When I told my girls these stories, I would try to tell them how I saw it as a child. Then it was fun to talk about the event with them and fill in the pieces of information and reality later when I could look back at them as an adult. The stories that follow have only one thing in common. They are moments of my childhood were those moments when my perception of reality was slightly skewed. Swing sets and inchworms. Here I was on the swing set in front of my apartment building in Chicago, swinging so high I could almost touch the tree branches in front of me just a little bit higher and I will be able to reach them or I could maybe even swing right over the top of the fence when ow something bit me ow ow that hurt what was that it was an inchworm look he's right there ow mom mom I just got bit by an inchworm, look, it hurts. An inchworm? Inchworms don't bite. Yes, they do. One just bit me. Look, it's red right here. I don't like inchworms. I have been bitten by inchworms several times now. I will just be on the swing set, swinging away, and bam, an inchworm gets me. I don't always see him. But I remember that first bite, and I know what an inchworm bite feels like. They must like swing sets, because that is when they get me right on the hand. Stay away from inchworms. They bite. The first time I told Grace this story, we were outside playing on our little backyard swing set. I noticed an inchworm inching his way down the side, so I let him inch onto my finger. I had the perfect setting and the perfect prop for my story. 
After I told the story, I was able to fill in the gaps. Grace, do you know why I'm not afraid of inchworms anymore? Why? It's because I realized that it wasn't the inchworm that bit me. It was the chains on the swing set that pinched my hand. First of all, Grace understood what it felt like to be pinched by the chains on the swing set, and she thought it was funny that I could mistake a pinch from the chains for an inchworm bite. But she could see that I was no longer afraid of inchworms, although she likes to tease me about it when she sees one. Look out, Mommy! There's an inchworm! Don't let it bite you! My dad and potato chips. Dad! Dad! Blow up this potato chip! What? Blow up this potato chip, you know. I don't know what you're talking about. Why won't he blow it up? I have seen him do it. You know how sometimes there's a little bubble in a potato chip? Well, my dad can blow into the potato chip and blow it up like a balloon. I ask him to do it every time we eat potato chip. Dad, here, blow up this potato chip. I know you can. He just looks at me like I'm crazy, and my mom won't back me up on this. I'm sure she has seen him do it. Nobody else seems to know what I'm talking about either. I try to demonstrate by blowing into a little hole I made in the bubble of the chip, but I can't do it. I have tried. I have asked my dad to show me how to do it because I can't do it. Only my dad can blow up the potato chip like a balloon. Why doesn't anyone know what I'm talking about? I have seen him do it. This is another story that was easy to find a prop for. One can always find a potato chip with a little air bubble in it. I don't think anyone ever said to me, you can't blow up a potato chip like a balloon. You must have seen that in a dream. I think it was more like I got enough strange looks or was rebuffed enough that I gave up asking and finally figured out on my own that this was only a dream. No wonder everyone thought I was crazy when I asked my dad to blow up a potato chip. Dan just peed. Dad, Dan just peed on the floor over here in the corner. Dan's asleep, honey. Go back to bed. It's bad enough that I have to share a room with my little brother, but now he just peed on the floor in the corner of my room, and Dad doesn't believe me. He's done it before, and every time I check in the morning, it's dry, and every time I get up to tell my dad, he tells me Dan is asleep. And yes, Dan is asleep when I get up, but he wasn't when I saw him pee on the floor. Here is another very vivid dream that I believed to be real. It's also not out of the realm of something my little brother would have done, although I believe he was still in a diaper at the time. The usual reaction I get from this story is, you had to share a room with your brother? First of all, we were very young. Plus, there were five of us living in a two-bedroom apartment. It was share a room with Dan or sleep in the pantry with my sister Lisa. 
My older sister, Lisa, had turned the kitchen pantry into her bedroom, just enough room for a sleeping bag for her bed and a little crate for a table. Needless to say, my brother did not pee on the floor in our bedroom. It was another dream. Pantyhose and Barbie Dolls Mom, please, please, Mom, please, please, Mom, please, please just let me try them. I know I'm ready for them. I won't run them. I know it. Please. No, you do not need to wear pantyhose. Besides, there is nothing that great about pantyhose. I would rather not wear them myself. But, Mom, I want to. No, you don't need to wear pantyhose. You will only ruin them. I will not ruin them, and I will show her. She has like 25 million pairs. She won't miss one pair. I will put these on and go over to Debbie's house. She will not even know. Oh my gosh, are you wearing pantyhose? Yes, I am. What do you think? I can't believe your mom let you wear them. My mom says I will only ruin them. Oh, yeah, um, well, my mom's cool. They are a little big, but I love them. You got a hole in the back right there. Yeah, it got caught on my bike when I was coming over here. It doesn't matter. It's in the back. You want to play Barbies? I brought my pink Barbie and Ken. Me and Debbie played Barbies for a while, but it's kind of hard to sit on concrete with pantyhose on. So we went inside to watch the monkeys on TV. Davy Jones is my favorite, and Debbie, for some weird reason, likes Mickey. The hole in the back of my pantyhose was getting bigger, and there was a run on the other leg, so I'm just going to take them off and leave them at Debbie's. My mom will never know. I just probably shouldn't have rode my bike. Grace tells me she doesn't remember this story. Maybe I didn't tell it very often because I had disobeyed my mother, or that she was right when she said I would ruin the pantyhose. I'm sure my mother knew I wore a pair of her pantyhose to my friend's house, but she never said anything about it. I guess she knew it wouldn't take long for me to learn what she meant when she said she would rather not wear them. Wearing them that one time was enough to convince me that they were not nearly as fun as I thought they would be. Unfortunately, the very next year we moved, and I had to go to a private school that required the girls to wear dresses every day with tights or pantyhose. The romance wears off very quickly with something that is required. I enjoy sharing these moments from when I was little, not just for the funny little memories, but also for the reminder of the places and the people from when I was little. are with Grace, my favorite story listener. Your favorite daughter. (laughs) Since you're the only one here, we'll go ahead and go with that. Sure. (laughs) We have this on tape. (laughs) 
<laughs> I really think you were the biggest one who liked me to tell the stories. I, yeah. I always liked stories. I don't know what it was about them, but, I mean, I liked you. I was like, Mom's cool. And she was six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a big storyteller yourself uh-huh. now. I just tell them now so other people will know them. Because, sorry, Dad, but I'm going to have your memory. I love you, but you forget stuff. See, because I always asked you stories. And whenever I would ask Dad, he'd be like, I don't know. Or he'd be like, he would tell me like one, and then he would tell me a really sad one. And I was like, oh, dang. Right. You have to ask Aunt Rhonda for yeah, stories exactly. about Dad. I'm going to have I'm gonna have Dad's memory, and Hannah's going to be like the book. Hannah's going to be the one that has Hannah's all the stories. Be- I don't know. Mm-hmm. You write down your stories. Yeah, because I know that I will forget forget them (laughs) (laughs) well I think that's just the fact that you liked stories Mm -hmm. when you were little is you know is a good indication that you were going to be one that likes stories now it's just fun to listen to sure I think that's fair you all your favorite one you always wanted me to tell that story about the inchworm I like swinging Yeah, you do. You still like swinging. I love swinging. <laughs> Whenever we pass swings, I'm like, let's swing. Let's go swing. Let's swing. <laughs> Are you careful of the inchworms? Oh, I have never encountered one on the swings. That's actually. good. That's good. They're dangerous. I, I don't see that many inchworms because we were listening to this earlier and I was just like looking at you and I was like, inchworms. Because I never see... <laughs> Inchworms. Because I never see them and it makes me sad because whenever you tell me that story, I think about how fun and tiny inchworms are. You really have to look for them. They're not very big at all. Maybe that's why I like that story because I like inchworms. They're kind of neat little critters. Because they're so silly. (laughs) They're vicious, biting Uh, animals. I mean, oh, this is frightening. (laughs) They're so scary. Do you, other, do you remember any other stories I used to tell that I didn't put uh-huh. on here? I, for some reason, thought um, uh, Uncle Dan peeing in the... Whenever you talked about it, I thought that that actually happened. Like, I thought that it was a story itself. Right, because that really is something because you think Uncle Dan would have yes, done. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it never happened. No. I And I always liked the the chip one because grandpa can do, could do like everything yes like everything and so like i can ju- i can see him blow up a a chip right that makes sense seems like something you should be able to do if somebody could do it it would be grandpa it would be grandpa also something that never happened i mean there was that one with i think it was sean cool with the cats yeah that's in one of the other stories mm-hmm. oh well there you go don't give it away. Here, here it is, folks. You'll have to listen to On Carlson Drive. <laughs> that's my commercial voice. Does that's, it work? It's good. <laughs> I was glad to have inherited Mom's storytelling voice, especially this one. This is what she sounds like. That's what I sound all the like. Time. <laughs> I'm always talking like this. Grace, you need to unload the dishwasher. It's time for bed now, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do a story um about dad's stories yeah that would be fun that would amount to like 
two recordings. No, we'll just one. get Aunt Rhonda in on just it. One. She'll have all kinds yeah. of stories. Yeah. But what's nice about Aunt Rhonda is she's kind of like, she'll tell a story and then Dad will be like, oh, yeah, and then this happened. You know what I Dad. like is that I talk like this. And Dad, and Dad talks. talks like this. <laughs> I mean, he could talk like this. <laughs> you know, that's a perfect pair. Hello, I'm Wendy. And I'm Randy. <laughs> a match made in heaven. <laughs> he does do a good Kermit the Frog impersonation. <laughs> Tell us about the book of stories. The book of stories. What, like what it is? The yeah. definition of the... Well, everyone listening, we have a book of stories. <laughs> the actress in me is going insane. Oh. Um... <laughs> I know. (laughs) I know. I'm so tired. I need to take a nap after this. Um, Whenever something funny happens or something very memorable, like extremely memorable, that should be remembered, um, you write it down. So, like, some of your anecdotes probably within one of your stories could be in the book. Right. In our family's life, not just, like, mom's. You know. Yeah, I started it when you guys were little, yeah. so I don't have isn't, a book from my childhood. Yeah, isn't the first one, like, Aaron wearing, like, a bunch of random clothes? I think it's Aaron singing Blessed Be the, be rocking, the rocking Horse. Horse. So it's just, like, those silly little things. And then one of the other ones that was, like, newer was the one where she would dress herself. So she would, like, wear a nightgown and then two different shoes to the store or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there wasn't really, it wasn't like they were um, yeah, earth was, shattering stories or yeah, anything, but any, know. anything that I thought was mm-hmm. just fun and interesting yeah. and cute or there's a whole page where I have a whole pile of your hair. I know, which is kind of gross. Taped on. Well, you well, know. Also, that's true. It's your hair that's that you decided to give yourself a haircut. Yeah. I wanted to cut my bangs really bad. Yes, you did. You did cut your bang. <laughs> I still do. I, it's exhilarating. It's You're like, <laughs> I was looking in the mirror like two days ago before I went to the, I almost said the hair store. The, the hair, hair store. store. <laughs> before I got my hair cut. I was like, I could probably do this. And then I was like, mm. But you thought better of but it. But I was like, Maybe not. That's good. (laughs) Even if you've grown. I have. I'm so proud of you. Yes, I did it. (laughs) (laughs) That book's got a lot of good stuff in Mm -hmm. it. I mean, this is more recent, but like, you know, like Bennett has his first entry. A story that I wrote in there with my handwriting. So it's like, look, we've all contributed. And then Bennett wrote something down. Yeah, when Bennett married Aaron and mm-hmm. joined the family, he, he has he his own entry in got there Got to now. write his own entry. It's so special. One of the entries is, Miss Walker fired Santa. <laughs> so that's a line we have written down, which was one of my lines in Miracle on 34th Street. Because I was elf number two or something. Right, in high um, school. Tina Metropolis, you know, you got to have that backstory. And the story takes place in New York. And I was like, I can do a Brooklyn accent. Let's take this and use it because I want to. I'm One, I'm an elf. Two, I have a New York accent, which is like 
and I'm freaking out, you know, so you gotta be like, Miss Walker by Santa, and it was amusing enough that we all just went around the room and said it in different voices. It's true. So it started as like, Miss Walker fired Santa, and then it ended with Hannah going like, Miss Walker fired Santa! (laughs) (laughs) You've been writing a book of stories for your friend Adam. Yeah, that is in his possession now. Yeah, but your storybook is like a book of real stories as opposed yeah. to just like little moment. It's kind of a two-minute version of these that you write. I think you're basically you, you're a good storyteller. I like your stories. We have the same style. I'm just very dramatic. We do have the similar a similar storytelling style mm-hmm. style, but you you're right. I you embellish and I write in italics and capital letters and you know (laughs) and all of the (laughs) you probably write with better spelling and punctuation too (laughs) I don't know mom This episode of On Carlson Drive was produced for Boogieland Media by Randy and Wendy Bonifield. Sound design, mix, and editing by Randy Bonifield and distributed through our friends at podbean.com. All stories were written, edited, and narrated by Wendy Bonifield. All original music and music arrangements are written and performed by Randy Bonifield. Additional music credits for episodes can be found at our website, oncarlsondrive.com. Remember to subscribe, and please like, add, friend, and review this podcast wherever you find us, but especially on Apple Podcasts, as it helps others to find us. Follow On Carlson Drive on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at username oncarlsondrive. You may also contact us at oncarlsondrive at gmail.com. Special thanks to all our friends and families who, unbeknownst to them, were writing the stories we tell simply by living them. Join us next week for a new episode. Until then, I'm Randy Bonifield, and you've been listening to On Carlson Drive.